Welcome to worship at Seattle Mennonite Church and happy Easter to all. It is really, really wonderful to see uh, not only all of your faces on my screen, but to know that there are a group of folks gathered here in the church where I'm broadcasting from. It's really wonderful to be able to celebrate in that way. We're going to open with a hymn of praise and we'll be hearing Greg a couple of times this morning, but somehow trumpet and Easter just goes together. So that's how we're gonna open our worship this morning. Welcome to worship today. Christ has risen. Christ has risen indeed. We begin today our worship and celebration with a land acknowledgement. Just want us to notice our feet on the floor. the earth. If you look out your window at the closest 
viewpoint at the plants in your vicinity, the flowers, the blossoms that we enjoy, this earth that brings us so much in our activity, in our growing, in its support of life. We are grateful to the creator for this earth. And today we acknowledge that we are on the lands of the first people, the indigenous people that were here first. And together we know in the Seattle area, it is the Duwamish that were uh, the first peoples that stewarded this land, held this land and preserved this land. And it is their ancestors that are in the trees, in the rocks, in in all that we see growing in all of nature. As a congregation, we contribute to real rent as a way to give back and acknowledge this land that the Duwamish have held for so many years. We're grateful to the creator. We are grateful to the Duwamish who have stewarded it for generations. This is the unceded land of the Duwamish. Thank you, Melanie. This time last year, some congregations were considering canceling Easter uh, or postponing Easter. Um, and now a year in, uh, we realize that one, there's no postponing Easter. Uh, Jesus has risen and will continue to be risen. And two, we can gather and worship in this way, in a meaningful way. And this year it does seem like there is reason to feel hopeful. Uh, our small group who's gathered here in our worship space, uh, celebrating, you all can wave, they're right in the middle of the top of my screen. It's so good to see you. More and more of us are receiving vaccinations. We're venturing outside and the weather is warmer and we can see the buds on the trees and the blooming flowers, which many of you have with you. Uh, we still though do carry the pain and trauma of this time in our bodies. Not quite sure what it means to hope. We're not quite sure what new life looks like. And I think that unsureness, that sort of tentative hopefulness probably feels more like the experience of the first of the disciples who experienced the first Easter who had never had an experience like that before. We can give thanks that we do have the ability to worship this way and that we can claim this time of, uh, of isolation and apartness as something that we are experiencing together, trusting that the Holy Spirit still ties us together as a community of hope. Let's continue our worship with song. This time we'll hear our own voices from a couple of years ago. Lift your glad voices.
our call to worship, uh, I invite you to read the yellow and, or I'll read the yellow and you may join Megan in the red. Um, but before we do that, just a couple of more instructions that are a little bit more unusual for how we do the call to worship. First, a new ASL sign to teach you. We're going to learn the sign this morning for hallelujah or alleluia, which is simply this, a clap and then twirling your fingers like this. I love seeing you do this already. So we'll end with an alleluia. And uh, it's like a little party with your hands. And if uh, I'm also going to invite you to join our glad voices together. When, uh, when I say at the end, Christ is risen, our, the share screen will go off. You are invited to mute and make a joyful noise. You can shout your alleluia or sing or say or celebrate. Folks on the end, I expect to hear you. I won't ask you to unmute, but folks down in the meeting room, you can shout and sing your alleluias, and I expect to hear you, at least in my ears. Maybe we'll all get a little echo of that. So after our Christ is risen at the end, we can all unmute uh, mid-worship and make a joyful alleluia together. So now I'll get Megan to share screen and invite you again to, to respond with that dark red color. Uh, and just a note, we were having some trouble with our share screen this morning. And so you'll see some like black boxes on the screen. We couldn't figure out how to get rid of them. We know they're there. Uh, we're just going to have to live with them this morning. Let's begin. <clears throat> After nights of deep darkness. We come into the bright light of this Easter morning. We come in search of something. We come in search of the living. We come in search of the living one. The resurrected one. We come with eyes open to the dark emptiness of the tomb. We come with ears tuned to hear the angel proclamation. Christ is not here for he is risen. Christ is risen indeed. Christ is risen. Hallelujah. 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 I heard a few woohoos also, and I think that is just fine. Let us sing again together with Greg.
I think that deserves another hallelujah. Amen. We light our just peace candle as we do every week when we gather together, acknowledging that we both witness to and participate in God's vision of a just peace for all of creation. And today we are going to celebrate because that is the name of the day. We are going to celebrate the huge win here in Washington state this week, passage of House Bill 1090 in both our House and our Senate, which will ban all for-profit detention facilities. Thanks be to God, including our local geo-owned Northwest Detention Center in Tacoma. This is a good time for us under the leadership of La Resistencia, and they explicitly follow the leadership of those who have been detained, who are detained, who have experienced firsthand and have the expertise of going through our immigration enforcement system. It is a good time for us to follow their lead to keep the pressure on. This bill is now on Governor Inslee's desk and we can keep the pressure on and continue to build a future that Jesus proclaimed. A future where all prisoners are released and no more prisoners can stand. Hallelujah and thanks be to God. And together we pray, we long for a just peace. We pray for a just peace. We choose to live for a just peace. Peace be with you all. And also with you. So for our time with children and adults this morning, uh, I am, as I said, going to use my markers. So you can choose what color you'd like to start with. We're, before we get to pictures, we're gonna start with two very short words. Oh, no. Now, when I see these, see and hear these words, oh no, those are sad words. You can think about what kind of kind of expression or what kind of face that you might make if you are having the feeling, oh no, it's disappointed. Maybe it's sad. Uh, you might be crying if you're saying, oh no, no. Now. If I was with children together, what I would be asking is, what are the kinds of things right now, maybe during the last year, that have you made you feel like, oh no, oh no. Sometimes in the church, that's a feeling we call lament. The feeling of lament is when we're sad and we tell God why we're sad. Now, I would like to invite, because I can't have the children with me, I would like to invite uh, anyone who would like to, to put the things that give them right now that, oh no, feeling. Uh, what are the things? I'm going to see how well I can do it. 
if I can draw some of those oh no's. Folks, what are your oh no's that you're feeling right now? Kids, if you're there and you would like to tell me your things that are making you feel like oh no, that's you can tell me those in the chat too. And I'm gonna see what I can include. I'm gonna start by saying one of the things that makes me feel like oh no is uh is I really I miss hugs. Sometimes I just want to give someone a hug. And I can't give any hugs right now. And that makes me feel like, oh no, I want to give you a hug. And I see in the chat, uh, Ron, Ron saying, Annika injured her knee. I saw Ani yesterday and she was on crutches. That is a real oh no feeling. She can't play soccer anymore. That's an oh no. Oh yeah. We're missing the people that we love. Pastor Megan wrote missing beloved people that we can't see, that they're far away. You make an arrow for making those beloved people fall, fall far away. Elaine wrote violence by police. I don't even know how to draw one, but I'm gonna to try to make a gun here. Violence by police, that is an oh no to me too. That hurts my heart when I hear about that. Missing, Beth is missing her mom. That is something that is an oh no. When someone we love dies or they're far away from us, we can't see them. That's an oh no. Beth, I don't know what your mom looks like. You miss her. That's an oh no. Rising COVID cases. That is an oh no too. Here, this is what the COVID virus looks like. I've seen it in pictures, all these little spiky things on it. But a microscope. Well, so these are some of the things that really hurt our hearts. They, they make us feel an oh no, some of these things. But what if I turn my paper over? Let's think about a different word. The word, because here's what I'm here's what I want to think about. I'm gonna turn it back. When Jesus disciples. Before Easter morning, after Good Friday, oh no, is how Jesus' disciples were feeling. They were lamenting that Jesus had died and died in a very cruel and, and horrible way. Their hearts were hurting that they missed their friend who they thought was now dead. But on Easter morning, some women came to the tomb where Jesus had been buried and they were surprised. They were met by who, well, it depends which story you read, and I can't remember in Luke which it is, but they were met by someone who told them something that gave them a different feeling. Not, oh no, but hope. Hope is a very different kind of feeling. Hope is the feeling that you have when, when you want something to happen and you think it really, it might be true, it really might happen. It's something that you're looking forward to. That's what hope is. So I would love in the same way that we, that some of our, some of our friends shared what gave them that oh no feeling to now hear about what is giving you hope. What are the hopeful things? Elaine says spring gives her hope. Spring gives me hope too. It just feels so good to be out in the sunshine. 
and the plants are starting to grow. Spring is so hopeful. We, we, we're feeling like we know that things will be growing and vaccines are giving folks hope. Even though they hurt, I know that most of us don't really like going to get a shot but it makes me feel very hopeful that more and more people will be healthy because they get that vaccine in their arm. Memories make us feel hopeful. I don't know how to draw a memory. Maybe I'll just write that word. Memories of the people that we love make us feel hopeful. Going to visit someone, I'm gonna make a purple airplane. going to visit someone that we love. I'm not very good at drawing airplanes either. Does that look like an airplane? Kind of. New babies give us hope. New babies, new grandchildren. Here's a baby. Diaper. Little baby toes. Oh, so bad at babies, everybody. Hopeful baby. New grandchildren and babies on the way. God's plans for us make us feel hopeful. How do we draw God's plans? Maybe I can write that word too. God's plan. God does have a dream. We talk about God's dream for us being full of love. All of these things can turn our oh no into hope and oh i'm going to put one last one because i thought of this too and that is even though i don't see it outside my window right now sunshine really gives makes me feel hopeful and hopeful and excited about being outside and maybe the possibility of of seeing some friends outside that makes me feel so hopeful I am so curious about whether you were drawing along with me. And I hope that maybe when we get to fellowship time, we'll be able to share some more of our hopes and maybe even share some of what we drew and wrote um, on our papers that are full of hope. Reading from Luke 24, 1 to 12, from the inclusive version. On the first day of the week at early dawn, the women came to the tomb taking the spices that they had prepared. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb. But when they went in, they did not find the body. While they were perplexed about this, suddenly two men in dazzling clothes stood beside them. The women were terrified and bowed their faces to the ground. But the men said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here, but has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still in Galilee that the human one must be handed over to sinners and be crucified and on the third day rise again. 
Then they remembered his words and returning from the tomb, they told all this to the 11 and to all the rest. Now it was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary, the mother of James, and the other women with them who told this to the apostles. These words seemed to them as an idle tale, and they did not believe them. But Peter got up and ran to the tomb, stooping and looking in. He saw the linen cloths by themselves. Then he went home, amazed at what had happened. For the word of God in scripture. For the word of God among us. For the word of God within us. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. Thanks be to God. And God bless those women for attending to the details and showing up just as they were supposed to. We're going to sing now together a song that was written by Mennonite poet Jean Jansen and the music composed by Mennonite composer James Clemens. When at creation's dawn there was no sound, God hummed a brooding song of birth profound, the symphony of nature all around. Hallelujah. Let's sing. Easter instead of an Easter sermon by one of your pastors, we once again invited families from our congregation to interpret the story from scripture in a pageant. So just like we did during Advent, I sent off an assignment to several families within our congregation. And once again, 
they have totally just really brought creativity and passion and talent to the creation of their pieces of this um, Easter pageant. Uh, this, the pageant is based on, it takes the text from a story called Twas the Morning of Easter by Glennis Nellist. She's a children's picture book author who's written many beautiful faith-based uh, children's stories. So these videos include Lego people and stop motion and drawing and some stellar reading and acting by children in our congregation. And I'm so proud of everybody's work in this. Melanie and Megan and I tested this video uh, on uh, earlier this week, and we did find that it was a little bit quiet. So you may need to lean in. Uh, if you have earphones, probably earphones are the better way to go, but turn your volume up. Um, and uh, we will, if you, if, uh, if you wanna see it again, it's not super long, it's just over five minutes. If you wanna see it again, we will share it in the, if we have permission from all the families, we will share it uh, in, our, um, in our resources this week, uh, but it won't be posted publicly anywhere. So I think with that, we're ready to go. was the morning of Easter before the sun rose. Oh, get it? The sun rose. Hey, no spoilers! <laughs> Two guards on a hillside were just trying to doze. Hey, you poked me! Nuh-uh, you poked me with your sword. I'm just trying to doze here. Me too. I can't sleep while you're hey, poking me. Stop. Ah. Ugh, get off. Out of the picture. I need to start over. It <clears throat> was the morning of Easter before the sun rose. Two guards on a hillside were just trying to doze. You see, Jesus had died only three days before. A huge stone had been placed to seal the cave door. The disciples were sleeping, but tossed in their beds, as visions of danger swirled round in their heads. Would they be arrested and led away too? Without Jesus, their leader, what would they do? In her small, quiet home, not far away, Jesus' friend Mary was planning the day. She would go to the cave with perfume and spice and hope that her gifts would make Jesus smell nice. The sun through the trees was just starting to peak. At the guards on the hill who were now fast asleep. When all of a sudden, there came an earthquake. And the rocks and the trees all started to shake. The guards jumped in fright. <coughs> then fell straight to the floor. 
as the stone rolled away and unsealed the door. Mary arrived and crept up to the cave. I have to see Jesus. I have to be brave. But the cave, it's now empty. He just isn't there. Mary sat down and wept. Her cries filled the air. <laughs> Dear woman, who is it you hope to find? Who was this man? The gardener? Why is he staying? Dear Mary, it's me, Jesus, your friend. My story's just starting. This wasn't the end. Jesus, it's you. You came back to life. Your promise came true. But there's no time to lose. You must go tell the disciples. Spread the good news. Okay. So she jumped to her feet and away went. She had a story to tell until heaven said. She ran without stopping. And <laughs> called through the door. Disciples, you've never heard this news before. James, now Thomas, now John. I went to the cave. Jesus' body was gone. But he called to my name. He's alive. It is true. This is a miracle only our great God could do. Then the trees seemed to dance. The birds started to sing. All creation joined to worship the king. He's alive. He's alive. The rocks cried in praise. The whole earth rejoiced on this day of all days. When later that night Mary knelt down to pray, she thought about all that had happened that day. And the stars heard her whisper through soft evening light, Happy Easter to all and to all a good night. Thank you God for that wonderful morning in Jerusalem when Jesus came alive. Thank you for Mary, who was the first to tell the good news. Thank you for Easter time. And most of all, thank you for Jesus. Amen. Amen and hallelujah, indeed. Oh, thank you to the children and the families of our congregation for so beautifully telling that story for all of us. What a gift. Let us now sing together again a beautiful new hymn from our beautiful new hymnal. It is a prayer. It's number 554, Eternal Light Shine in My Heart. And let us join in singing together this prayer. Thank you. 
we thought as a transition to prayer that we would share some visual prayer of gratitude. And I will figure out how to do the full screen. This week was a great week. We uh, opened the oaks for the first uh, 20 rooms, phase one, where people can come and have sanctuary and uh, safety and rest and reprieve from the streets. And so we celebrate this week in a profound way for the team that is gathered there, for the folks who are seeking respite there, and for what will become. It's a big pull uh, to operate a place 24-7, but I think we're up for it. Here we have a couple of folks enjoying some seating space in one of the courtyards, which is private only to them, sitting under the cherry tree, enjoying the fresh air, enjoying already community. This was move-in day, April 1st. Anthony waiting for his intake and tour of his room in the front lounge area where people will have some space to visit with one another and host guests and family. Roberto waiting for his room as he was getting ready. And this is part of the team and the front welcome desk at the Oaks. Uh, lots of joy in this space to be able to uh, welcome people and um, invite them in this new chapter of opportunity for healing and restoration and hope. Um, you're going to be hearing much more from many of these people in the weeks to come as we do many community ministry moments in worship through the Easter tide season. Um, all we can say is thank you. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to all the folks who have been organizing and laboring and fundraising and painting and cleaning to get us to this point. God is good. And we continue with prayer. O oh God, with faces touched by the light of a new day and hearts warmed by our prayers and praises, we come before you to pray for the needs of our world and of the communities and people we love. Into the light of Easter morning, we raise those who are struggling with illness, with despair over their lives or with the breakdown of relationships. We give thanks that Mark Maley received negative test results for tumor DNA in his recent check-in, and we pray that he will continue in good health. We hold Michael Bade in your light as he recovers from surgery on his heart. May this intervention be transformative in Michael's health and well-being. We pray for Carl's dad, Cliff Lind, <clears throat> after a diagnosis of colon cancer. Walk with him and with hope through the treatments and procedures and bring them strength. May the light of Christ shine upon them. Into the light of Easter morning, we bring those places in our world where war and violence and poverty and need are the experiences of everyday life. We pray for those struggling for justice and representation in Myanmar for migrants and refugees. 
at our southern border in southern Europe and in refugee camps in all places for Uyghur Muslims and China experience persecution. Give thanks when we see a glimpse of your just peace and after 20 years of planning and construction, a new wastewater treatment plant has been put into operation in Gaza with help from German investment powered by biogas and solar processing wastewater from 11 communities with 1 million inhabitants. We're thankful that many families in Gaza will now have access to potable water. We continue to pray for those people who go for days without running water due to the low levels of fresh water in ground reserves. And with the photos, we give thanks again for the joy and justice in the opening of the Oaks North King County Shelter, which it will provide safe and secure and private space for folks who will come to use this shelter in the coming days. We pray for their reorientation to a new sense of humanity and dignity and self-worth deserving of care and home. May the light of Christ shine upon them. Into the light of Easter morning, we bring the headline news of these days and weeks. We hold in our hearts the pain of those suffering violence, bereavement, or conflict. For our Black neighbors and friends being re-traumatized by the trial of Derek Chauvin, feeling doubt at a just outcome, we pray for justice. For those in the Asian American community who continue to rage and grieve and fear for their safety, especially women. We pray that the church community may come along in solidarity and allyship. For the victims of a deadly train crash in Taiwan and for their families and community, we pray for care and recovery and support. May the light of Christ shine upon them. And into the light of Easter morning, we bring ourselves, the private struggles, the heart's yearnings, the hidden dreams, the unfulfilled potential. We pray for the family of Rainey Griffin, a guest to GLA who was killed this week after being hit by a car. Her death is a loss to the community of those experiencing homelessness and in her decades on and off the street she cared for and supported many others in her community while she struggled herself. We pray for endurance and sanity for teachers and professors who along with their students are so tired of online learning. And those teachers and students re-entering in-person learning, we also place in your care. We give thanks for Kyle and Emily and Carl who committed to being our listeners for our discernment about the Capitol Hill property. We pray that they might be filled with the openness to your spirit as they carefully attend to our congregation's discernment and continue to walk with us in these weeks as we too listen for how your spirit moves among us. Turning also to the chat for prayers. We're praying, ah, yes, again with Lisa Bade ah, for the surgery yet to come on April 9th. Praying with Annalena for our friend Don Elkinton who's in hospice now and for his wife, Robin, and their family. Praying with Elizabeth for a happy birthday for her elder, eldest sister, Dolores. May she be free of the pain that keeps her struggling in life. 
praying with Jean in gratitude for her whole family being vaccinated. And post the two week waiting time, we six of us get to entertain and break bread together around our table. Thank you, Jesus. For the minds that understand science and for those who are getting vaccinated. Apologize, there's so many prayers coming in. My chat box keeps moving. Don't let that take you away from adding prayers, please. Praying, praying with Rick Troyer, prayers for healing and good spirits for Emily, Emily's mom. Prayers of Thanksgiving with Pete Loggerway for those opposing George's new voting restrictions. Praying on behalf of the Kelly Kellogg's for Darren, who was admitted to ICU last night with pneumonia. Oh my. He's on oxygen and we pray he'll respond quickly to antibiotics and be home soon. Praying for Emily's mom for healing and good spirits who's recovering in a rehab facility after a fall at home this week. Praying with Jennifer, remembering Dr. Martin, Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. on this Easter departed from this world today in 1968. Praying with Elaine Hickman, a longtime nuclear weapon resistor who's been in prison for 20 months, has finally been brought to the prison in Seattle, Tacoma by the federal marshals after a three and a half month journey from Georgia. Welcoming letters at the federal detention center and with other instructions and invitations. Praying with Jean for Mama True Naomi who was diagnosed yet again with cancer of the bladder after having had a journey with cancer and a double mastectomy 15 years ago. Praying with Susan and Carl for Cliff who will have his laparoscopic surgery this Wednesday, praying for a fast recovery from the procedure and a promising prognosis. Praying with Weldon, enjoy that Lucas Firla returned to the CPT Iraqi Kurdistan team yesterday, the first teammate to return in over a year. And praying gratitude with Gene for in-person, real live baseball. Thank you for all of these prayers, my friends. O risen one with faces touched by the light of this new day, we give thanks that you welcome us when we pray. May the light of Christ shine upon us. May the light of Christ shine upon us. Amen. 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 Thanks be to God. I give thanks to God for 
each of your faces who I just welcome on my screen with joy. We are grateful this week and always for all of the gifts that each of you offer to our congregation in your time, in your presence, and yes, especially, not especially, but even yes, in your money. We're grateful for the means to collect those offerings digitally. Now would be a great time as we go into our closing song for you to grab your score for the Hallelujah Chorus if you don't have, uh, if you don't have it beside you. And if you don't have one, that's also fine. You can just enjoy the sound of our voices singing together. Our closing song is Who Are These Who Are Believers? And this, again, is a recording of our voices from a couple of years ago. is the day that God took a good look at empire. God took a good look at Caesar, Herod, Pilate, took a good look at empire's power, empire's power to cage, empire's power to brutalize, empire's power and callousness to keep people in cycles of addiction to leave its most vulnerable people to live and sleep on the streets. This is the day God looked at empire's power to union bust, to reward its wealthiest, empire's power to trample God's beloveds. And yes, God looked at empire's power to kill. And God said, nah. Nope. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. No, sorry, not today, not any day, not the final day. No, no. God looked at empire's power and said no, so that God could say yes, could say yes to liberation. God said yes to freedom. God said yes to crumbling the prison walls and for-profit detention centers. God said yes to wholeness. God said yes to pathways for healing. God said yes to shelter. 
to sanctuary, to the sacredness of human life. God said yes to redistribution. God said yes to revolution. God said yes to divine love for all God's beloveds. And yes, God said yes to life. So as you go from this Easter morning worship, know that the God of life goes with you. May you live into God's yes for you and for all the world. Amen and hallelujah and hallelujah again and thanks be to God.